Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next on The Californians. There's a breathtaking spot in this great land of ours where the mountains descend to the sea in more wondrous beauty than words can express. And my loved one did wait there for me. And now for our news of our own West Coast, we take you to Los Angeles, 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 KFI AM 640 Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. Who still has motion sickness? <laughs> I feel like I'm still on a plane. Oh yeah. So I just got back uh like three hours ago. So I really haven't slept much and I'm exhausted. But I went to Columbia for you. Went to Columbia to cover a festival to talk about that with you. We're gonna post a lot of cool pictures and videos and uh kind of give you a little taste of the culture down there in South America. Yes, Colombia is not Mexico. Who knew? It's crazy. Um, but I will say this, I was actually monitoring all the stuff coming out of, you know, the news feeds, um, in the States while I was in Colombia, and of course, Los Angeles. And as you know, the March for our lives rallies happen across the uh, nation. And it's interesting. I mean, they didn't have March for our lives rallies in Colombia, but you know, people outside of the U S really follow politics here in the country, really follow what's happening. There is a, a, a pretty healthy size, not as big as in Miami, but a Colombian community that lives here in Southern California. But a lot of people that I talked to there, you know, in Bogota, we were in the capital, shared, you know, their sentiment about, wow, how is that that there's so much gun violence in the States? And that's kind of a funny perspective, right, when you think about this, because here, when I told folks I was going to Bogota, they looked at me like I was on crack and said, Elizabeth, oh, my God, it's like this, you know, the kidnapping capital of the world and there's so much crime and you're going to you have to be careful. And I thought, well, yeah, sure. You got to be careful where you go. Truth be told. But it's actually much safer than even I thought. So that was it. That was a really nice uh, thing to experience. Um, but I thought it was powerful that, you know, we all have our own perceptions about if you go to this place in the world or that place. And so it gave me such perspective um, watching some of the rallies and the signs. And I thought, God, that's got to be scary. You realize that in these uh, countries, I mean, Colombia is a third world country, you know, in terms of the GDP, et cetera. So, and, and I know some of you might raise your eyebrows by that term, but that's just, you know, the way it's considered. And, and, and I will say this, I mean, Colombia is an incredible economy. They've got lots of foreign investors. We'll talk about that in a second because I do want to share with you a little bit and introduce you to, to Colombia. But I do want to say this. It, I think it is scary when from the outside you're looking at the first world, right, the U.S., the superpower, and it's like mom and dad can't pull it together. If mom and dad can't pull it together, I'm the child. How, how are you going to? allow me to grow up and, and be successful in the world. And it's important that this country pull it together and we, we, we continue being a strong democracy, a strong, a safe place. 
to be in. And I would say that when I was in Colombia, I'd say, look, I'm from Southern California. And I know a lot of people say, be careful. Somebody might steal something from you. But it's sad that in my country, I would say, um, I'm not so worried that someone's going to steal my iPhone. I think what's weird is that you go to a shopping center now or you go to the movie theater and you're not sure if someone's going to pull out a gun and just go cray cray and start and not cray cray is in the rapper sense where it's cool, but just lose it because they have access to guns. So I think there should be a conversation here about uh, our gun laws. And, and I think the biggest one is about enacting a universal background check for all gun purchases across the nation. It should be uniform. But let's say this. We have a local who, who just stole the show in Washington, D.C. She's a young person, very young. In fact, Edna is, uh, she's from Manual Arts High School. That's just off of Vermont Avenue in L.A. And she gave an incredible, powerful speech, very, just, just so emotional. In fact, uh, she says she learned how to duck from bullets before she learned how to read. Here is Edna Chavez. I want you to hear this uh, yesterday. NDC March for Our Lives rallies. Hola, buenas tardes. My name is Edna Lisbeth Chavez, and I am from South Los Angeles, California, el sur de Los Angeles. I am a 17-year-old senior at Manual Arts High School and a member of an organization called Community Coalition, where I am a youth leader at South Central Youth Empowered Through Action. At Community Coalition, we organize high school students to develop their leadership skills in order to push for educational justice in our communities. That's why I got involved. I wanted to impact policies and make sure our voices are heard. I am a youth leader. I am a survivor. I have lived in South LA my entire life and have lost many loved ones to gun violence. This is normal. Normal to the point that I've learned to duck from bullets before I learned how to read. Powerful kid. My brother, he was in high school when he passed away. It was a day like any other day, sunset going down on South Central. You hear pops thinking they're fireworks. They weren't pops. You see the melanin on your brother's skin turn gray. Ricardo was his name. Can y'all say it with me?
she's tearing up right now, and so the crowd is trying to cheer her on to keep going. I lost more than my brother that day. I lost my hero. I also lost my mother, my sister, and myself to that trauma and that anxiety. If the bullet did not kill me, that anxiety and that trauma will. I carry that trauma everywhere I go. I carry it with me in schools, in class, walking home and visiting loved ones. And I am not alone in this experience. For decades, my community of South Los Angeles has become accustomed to this violence. It is normal to see candles. It is normal to see posters. It is normal to see balloons. It is normal to see flowers honoring the lives of black and brown youth that have lost their lives to a bullet. How can we cope with it when our school district has its own police department? Instead of making black and brown students feel safe, they continue to profile and criminalize us. Wow, so you're listening to Edna Chavez. She is from Manuel Arts High School, 17-year-old from the Community Coalition. And when we come back, I want to hear the rest of this because, look, I know it's not simple. I know it's not a matter of, you know, we hear this young person thinking, well, maybe if we just enact gun laws. I mean, I get it. Gun violence is a complex issue. But also, let's look at it and be simplistic, okay? Let's not also overthink things. And let's all agree to the right to bear arms. But bear arms in a society... Uh, I don't know, in the 21st century, like, do I really need a machine gun at home when I live in West L.A. or if I live in Iowa? No, let's not become a war zone. So we'll be back and we're going to talk a lot more about the hashtag March for Our Lives and uh, hit us up on social media at Elizabeth Espinosa, Instagram and Twitter at E underscore Espinosa. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa on KFI AM 640. Into the newsroom with Mary Kate. What's going on? Take a seat Right over there Sat on the stairs Stay or leave The cabinets are bare And I'm unaware Of just how we got Into this mess Got so aggressive I know we Hello, it is Ryan And we could all use An extra bright spot In our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for Things like sitting in traffic Doing the dishes Counting your steps You know, all the mundane stuff That is why I'm such a big fan Of Chumba Casino Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. All right. So Capstone Realty on um, Instagram asked me yesterday while I was in, I think my stopover was in Panama. I just got back from Colombia about three hours ago. And they're like, will you make it to the show on Sunday? <laughs> I am here. I made it. Directamente desde Sudamérica, desde Colombia. Directly from there. Um, all right. We've been talking about the March for Our Lives rallies. Very powerful. As you know, there is this momentum that has been building since the a school shooting in at Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. And uh, it's the kids, right? It's the students that have really spearheaded this 
with you know Emma, the, the girl with the short hair who is very vocal. These kids are doing the circuit, the morning show circuit for the last couple of weeks, talking about this march coming up. And there were rallies all across the nation. I know I had friends uh, that are professionals, you know, in the medical field even, and they took the day to go down to down, go downtown here in LA, and uh, were part of that rally. So I mean, it was incredible. A lot of people turned up. A lot of celebrities. I saw a post actually on Instagram. It was great by Susan Sarandon. And she's standing there, and they're both staring into the distance. And the woman next to her in this uh, Instagram photograph is Cher. And the caption reads, just a couple of old friends watching the next generation take care of business. I thought that was very powerful. It was very cool. They but also, I, oh, Go ahead, Producer Mark. Oh, they also had um, Paul McCartney there. That's right. He was at, and Because he lost a good friend to a gun violence as well. No. Who? Joking. Of course, and I know he... <laughs> yeah, you know, I was about to say, that's a long plane ride. <laughs> he did rumor that, uh, it was rumored that he was talking about, you know, his best friend and how he lost mm -hmm. him to, to gun violence. Look, everybody's got a story about that. I mean, that's the reality. Well, that's I think, the problem. But I, it's not the problem. I think it's beyond Why that. should it's, everybody have a story about gun violence? No, Nobody should have that story. Well, listen, let's also live in the real world, producer Brian. I uh -huh. mean, it's like, I also think that let's not get crazy and blame everything on people and their guns, it, it, it goes beyond that. I think there are layers to this. My point is, it's not simplistic, but you can't just cross your arms and, and be the NRA and say, oh, you know what? It's these gun-hating elites. Uh, it's these gun-hating billionaires and Hollywood elites that are behind these kids trying to change laws and, and take our guns away. It, it, it's like, let's not make the argument so simplistic on both sides. Really? Like the NRA came out. I don't know if you saw this or heard about it, but they posted a short like membership drive video with this little brief message, you know, stand and fight for our kids safety by joining the NRA. Are you serious? And by the way, they're a nonprofit organization. Did you know that? So they are, you know, tax exempt. There's all this stuff that they do. And <laughs> they're also getting Russian money. Well, look, I mean, I'm sure they get that in, in a lot more and a lot and more importantly, they get a lot of support from our president, you know, President Trump. Hence but, Russian money. But right, but 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 I will say this to you, coming from the outside, you know, as of a few hours ago, I just it, to me it's an embarrassment that people look up to United to the United States, and the fact is we have so much gun violence here. We need to really be self you know, introspective. I mean, so, you know, have to really look at ourselves and say, what are we doing here? Why are we allowing ourselves to become so angry, so violent, and then we have these tools? that lend themselves so that you can have mass shootings as opposed to somebody grabbing a, a knife and going out to kill someone. So something has to be done. You, I mean, please, don't be blind. I, I'm not trying to take your gun away. I'm not that person. <laughs> I am. Well, I think that's, you're, you're not. That The train has left the station. You can't do that. So be realistic is what I'm telling people. Don't go crazy. Don't go all the way to the left. Don't go all the way to the right. You, it's, it's a happy medium. That's how we're going to create change. And I also am really concerned that these young people stay focused on this and they keep the momentum building because I will tell you as a reporter and doing, you know, covering news for as long as I have, I hate that I see these stories and people are so outraged and there's uh, the rallies and then we forget because our attention span is so short. It's and not of that, that they forget. On, speaking of that, I do want to continue that audio from Edna Chavez, who is a local I'm not girl. done with you. I know. Neither am I with you. South L.A. from Manual Arts High School, and that's just off of Vermont Avenue here in L.A., gave a very emotional uh, speech in D.C. She lost her brother, her mother, right? And mother. And somebody. Brother. Yeah, mother and brother to gun violence in South Los Angeles. And here she is basically 
asking us all to really think and do something about gun violence in the, in the United States. How can we cope with it when our school district has its own police department? Instead of making black and brown students feel safe, they continue to profile and criminalize us. Instead, we should have a department specializing in restorative justice. We need to tackle the root causes of the issues we face and come to an understanding on how to resolve them. I am here to honor the Florida students that lost their lives and to stand with the Parkland students. I am here today to honor Ricardo. I am here today to honor Stephen Clark. I am here today to uplift my South LA community. Enough is enough. Question. How many more Trojans have to die so that this problem is finally acknowledged? Policymakers, listen up. Army teachers will not work. That's the whole issue. More security of in our schools school does not work. Zero tolerance policies do not work. They make us feel like criminals. We should feel empowered and supported in our schools. Instead of funding these policies, fund mentorship programs, mental health resources, paid internship and job opportunities. My brother, like many others, would have benefited from this. So let's make it happen. It's important to work with people that are impacted by these issues, the people you represent. We need to focus on changing the conditions that foster violence and trauma. And that's how we will transform our communities and uplift our voices. This has not and shall not stop us. It has only empowered us. Mi nombre, my name, is Edna Lisbeth Chavez. And she may be running for office soon. Remember my name? We will. Remember these faces. Yeah, we should. Remember us. We must. And how we're making a change. And that's, and that's what it's about. Yeah, the struggle continues. And by the way, just correction, her mother is alive. It was morbid expression, you know, the day they lost um, her brother was just, you know, mom died as well. You know, the emotional death. So it's powerful. And I know it's not easy, but there is an inability uh, about our Congress not acting on this. Um, and the signs are powerful and they tell the truth. This year we march, said one sign. Next year we vote. Hashtag enough is enough. Another sign, dear NRA, our blood is on your hands. 
another sign. You fear we'll take your guns. We fear you'll take our children. But put, let's put this in the context. I mean, I will say there, there might be something here with the momentum that is not going to go away with these kids. Because a lot of these kids were little when Sandy Hook happened, for example. And they were in fifth grade and thought, oh, my God, what a terrible world this is. How do you murder all these little kids? And then to see it happen over and over and over again, they've decided this can't just be. It can't be. So they, they are, were born into the mass school shooting, just mass shootings, period, generation. One thing, when you brought up Congress, there's actually something they're doing. They actually got funding from the CDC after 20 years mm-hmm. to actually research the effects of gun violence. Oh, so they we are. Need, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because we need to research that because we actually need someone to tell us well, you have somebody... that when they murder a, someone in a school, like a mass shooting, that's bad for your psyche. Wow, seriously? Well, you can see how it proliferates. You can see how it actually begins. You could cut it off at the nub. Okay, no. See, this is where see, I, I lose it with Yeah, if you're, like, gonna, like, if you're going to fix the obvious. flu, you you're going to like what just throw penicillin at it without studying it i think it's pretty obvious what it does it's obviously not obvious inc- or it would no, have no, been no. gone no it's because it's a special interest lobby the special interest lobby controls our legislators that's the real problem and we've got to put an end to that and then we're going to get policies that make sense and they're re- uh, truly about public safety you but have to start somewhere. You, Brian. Yes. We'll talk more. All right. All right. We'll come back. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa, KFI AM 640 into the newsroom. Mary Kate. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To my lover, I'd never lie. Said be true. I swear I'll try. In the end, it's him and I. He's out his head. I'm on my mind. We got that love. The crazy kind. I am his. And he is mine. In the end, it's him and I. My 65 speeding up the PCA to hell of a ride. They don't want to see us make it. KFI AM 640. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. 5.35 AM. But really, it's... Like 8.30 a.m. for me right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Just got back from Columbia, as in um, C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. Yeah, that's right, Steve Harvey, not as in C-O-L-U-M-B-I-A. <laughs> you remember that whole debacle? Uh, we've been talking about March for Our Lives. I think that's it's such an important conversation. And truthfully, this is what's been lost, is that people don't talk about these hot topic issues with people who disagree with them anymore because we just can't con- we can't converse. We start attacking each other. And at some point you have to have that conversation with yourself, with your friends uh so that when you go to vote you you know you know I, make it be a single issue voter fine. But isn't that the problem though? Well, it, it can be. Well, but that's the whole problem. These people are voting a single issue, and that's gun rights. Well, that's there has to be more than one issue. That's producer Brent, by the way. And you're talking about <laughs> the NRA, you're, and that's so. I, I I interviewed some moms from um, Drain the NRA here locally in Los Angeles at a rally a couple of weeks ago, and they said that's what we're going to become. Then we're going to become single issue voters since that's what they do. Then that's what we're going to do because we need a, accountability from our legislators. We need something to be done. And I guess, look, my biggest 
criticism, which is it's constructive, is let's be granular. Let's have a specific call to action. I think what these kids are doing is great. I like that people are supporting them. Uh, the fact is um, there were uh, rallies uh, all over the country, also in London, also in Paris, right? France is, is seeing its, you know, <laughs> battle with gun violence. Sydney, Australia. So people understand what's happening here, but it's it's just, I feel like we need to be really specific and not scare away some of the legislators that might be able to make a change. Because look, the country is ran by these special interest groups that have lots of money. That's right, the lobbyists. And they tell our politicians how to think and how to vote. And then everything that you just said in your rally goes away. So we, we've got to make sure that we ask for specifically, oh, okay, you want gun control, more gun control? Okay, what does that look like across the board? Because I think the biggest one is the fact that we don't have a universal, a universal background gun you know, check. So if you go to purchase a weapon in California as opposed to Montana, it's different. And it shouldn't be that way. So let's, let, I don't want to say baby steps, I don't like that word, but let's start with a specific goal and go from there. Uh, I, I realize that, you know, everyone's saying, this is it. This is the revolution. Welcome to the revolution. Well, that's wonderful. But you know what? We also have a very a short attention span. And we need to be specific in what we're telling people we want and be laser beam focused. That's what I would like to see happen. I don't think you're giving us uh, giving us enough credit. We don't have a short attention span. Last time I checked, you weren't in high school, although some may argue. Hey. Uh-huh. I can pass. That's true. Freshman. Mm. No, but 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 I, I I honestly feel there needs to be like a very specific goal because we're gonna we're gonna go in circles and there there's always another argument to explain away why uh well no gun what is that I hate this one people don't like, guns don't kill people people do and I'm like I understand that but guess what if I lose it and I have a machine gun I have a rifle with me I'm gonna take out more people than if all I can have I have access to is a knife. And are we going to take all the weapons off the street? No, that's not realistic either. But we have to start somewhere. I think we, we need some uniformity in this country in terms of gun purchases. Start there. It's the most obvious and basic and, and I believe smart thing to do. And actually on Twitter, I want to include into the conversation all of you, and thank you for being incredible listeners. But Linda says these kids should be focusing on bullying too. Nobody wants to talk about that. Do you? I do, Linda. Uh, I do believe that bullying is an issue. In, in fact, you know, the day that they had the uh, march here, a um, couple, was that like a, two weeks ago, maybe, of that? The, the walkout, sorry. So there was a movement there that was from one of the parents, I believe, uh, who lost a child in Florida. And that parent said, "Why? it should also be a walk up, meaning walk up to the kid that's being bullied at school. Include the kids that are isolated because maybe they're not as quote unquote pretty or it, you know, trendy or they're not in the in club. You know, I remember being in high school. It's a tough time. But, but what we're talking about here is gun violence, which isn't just high school. It's you go to the movie theater, you know, and it happens. You go to a mall and it happens. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about. So uh, an ex, I mean, we just had that here, right. In, um, Thousand Oaks. That Thousand Oaks shooting. That Thousand Oaks shooting. So sad. I mean, this woman's working at the, her, in the mall, at her, and her ex-husband shows up and just 
blows her away. Well, there was that school shooting about that guy coming in and trying to kill his, what, his lover at that time? The teacher? Right. I think it was his ex or something. Ex. Yes. Oh, I mean, it, it just, I, I just want us to be focused. I don't want us to lose the momentum because that's what happens in this country. I feel like, look what happened with Puerto Rico. People were all upset. Ricky Martin's out there holding concerts, J-Lo. Uh, to raise funds for them. Well, there's still no one's talking about it anymore. 16%. But they did talk about it. No, no. It, they it, got it the did. spark going. No, and this is exactly oh, what this is. It's no, a spark. No. And then after that, everything, the legislation comes after that. Oh, oh Vietnam okay. so is, happened it, the same yeah, way. Yeah, but is that it what happened? It started with marches. Really? I know. And, and did, did we, where do we go with that? Like, especially with Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, all these little kids are murdered and everyone's outraged and there are rallies and we're upset. It was completely different than what's happening now when Sandy Hook happened. It was completely different when Sandy Hook happened and what's happening right now. Well, but you understand that what hasn't changed, I'll give you that. Let's say, okay, maybe. But what hasn't changed is this, everyone is so, you know, the big goal of let's, we need better gun control. What does that mean? What does that mean? Especially coming from Colombia. I don't I tell care. You. At he, least no, no, they're talking about it right that's now. That's the problem. No, that's no, the beginning. Because we've this been talking is about the beginning. It. No, because we've been talking about it. We have not been we talking not about it. How many rallies have we had? Oh, I've like been this. to many as a reporter and I'm done. As big as the Washington, yeah. D.C. one. No, but I'm done hearing all these rallies and it has to be granular. It has to be specific. Everyone needs to speak with the same voice in that regard when it comes to these rallies and saying, we want this. And the more attention they play on, you know, they put on it, then you're going to see change happen then it's going to say hey listen marco rubio or listen uh you know give me another name here mitch mcconnell uh we want universal they are doing that they they are wearing these receipts for a dollar and five cents and that's how much they're worth to the nra for example they are lining up people to vote to register to vote they're doing that so there is a beginning and there's the spark so don't doubt these kids. I mean, we'll be working for them one day. So be well, nice. I don't I don't doubt them. And it's not about playing nice. It's about guiding them. I think that's what they need. They yeah, need we've done guidance. a really good really well, good well, job up until this point. Yeah, but at this point, like, let's end let's stop with the applauding. Oh, that's fantastic. And there are all these other issues. Fine. Let's be granular. Well, let's be issue specific. Rule number this one about childcare is catch them this when they're good and they're being good. Says I say the man rock who on has kids. Ten kids. all right my child okay we're gonna be posting okay we come back i do want to share with you a little bit of uh my trip because it's about uh it really is a it was a press trip it was about talking about columbia and everything they've gone through and let me tell you something their young people are incredible very smart and they're also um a symbol of hope i think for that that economy that uh that country and in, in this day and age with globalization it's important that everybody pull it together, not just in the state, in the states, you know, but everywhere else, because we're so connected now. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa, KFI AM six forty into the newsroom. Mary Kate, she's like, I'm staying away from those two. Investigators have found three ho- dirty looks from your mother. I've never seen you in a dress that color. No, it's a special occasion. Not invited, but I'm glad I made it. All oh, that me. Let me <laughs> Sunday morning with Elizabeth, KFI AM 640. So just posted a picture on uh, Instagram at Elizabeth Espinosa. Espinosa, remember, is E-S-P-I-N-O-S-A. And uh, it's a really funny little hat that I'm wearing. You'll enjoy it. Um, 
So thank you guys so much. A shout out, by the way, to, and I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. I forgot your name, but a sweet woman sitting in front of me, braided hair. She was coming back from Punta Cana, La República Dominicana. That's uh, the Dominican Republic. And uh, we, uh, you know, Panama City, by the way, is a big hub for, you know, South, even Central America. So I was flying up uh, north from Bogota, from the capital of Colombia. And uh, we, I had a connecting flight there in Panama. Anyway, this woman was cute. She's listening to me chat with the people next to me and uh, said she was going to be driving to Arizona right now. It would be tuning in. So I hope that you are nice and well awake because I'm not. <laughs> I'm just playing the part as if I am. It's always good. It's amazing. Driving in, I thought, oh, my God, hope I don't kill myself here. Um, speaking of, can I just tell you something really cool that I realized yesterday? I almost missed my plane, by the way, the connecting flight, because the plane leaving Bogota was an hour late taking off. And and it was neat, producer Brent, because the man sitting next to me was the pilot that was going to fly the the next plane that was leaving from Medellin, I'm sorry, from Panama to Medellin, uh, back to Colombia, right? So when we get to the, you know, to the terminal, I said, What time is your flight? And he's like, Oh, but I didn't understand. I thought he was just like a jump seat, which means that pilots are just jumping on another plane to get to a different destination to get back on route. And he said, oh, no, my plane's like in 15 minutes. I said, whoa, mine is as well. So we got to run to the, the gate. And, it, and they looked at me and he chuckles. And I said, what? He's like, no, my plane, they could load everybody up, but they're going to have to wait for me because I'm actually the pilot that's going to be flying that plane. And I thought, oh, cheater, because they're not going to wait for me. They're going to take off. But as I was walking through, and maybe you guys have seen this. I don't know. Maybe you've been to Panama City. I was rushing over to the gate and I look over and I've never seen this. And I've gone to a few airports in my lifetime. And I look over. There was a little chapel. There was a little church. Una capilla. It's, you know, it's a chapel in Spanish. And it's like a little church. And there were all these little travelers in there with backpacks and their big bags. And kneeling down, praying. And then they take off. Like, it was just so cool. That's what I do. Actually, I pray at the bar. I, you pray to the, to the tequila. <laughs> tequila, yeah. Xanax, whatever I can throw into myself <laughs> before I get on that flying aluminum tube. I got to tell you what I uh, I should have brought you, but uh, I had no What, time. Xanax? Close. Okay. Aguardiente. So that's like the Colombian uh, tequila, if you will. It is really quite powerful and... Uh, you be sleepy, sleepy in no time. Oh, yeah. No, tequila does not do that to me. Oh, but Aguardiente is very strong. Okay. It's like, mm-hmm. So we had a great time. I went down there for, it was part of a uh, tour to understand and, and see the Colombian culture. Because, you know, the perception, of course, is so, uh, people think that it's dangerous. People think that, uh, you know, you're going to get kidnapped the moment you land in Bogota. Everyone's going to rip you off. Uh, you might get murdered. A drug cartel is going to, you know, steal you away while you're walking down the street. And it's actually much safer than even my notion was initially going in. And, you know, I've spent time in Latin America and it was my first time in Bogota, which is, again, a, a city. It's the capital of Colombia. It's about nine, about nine to ten million people. And they have an incredible economy, a lot of foreign investments, a lot of people um, headquartered down there now. Because, I mean, it, it, the, the currency, I mean, right now it's great for the American dollar. The euro goes further, uh, unfortunately, than our dollar. But, you know, you get like 2,000, I think it's like... 2,800 or 900 uh, Colombian pesos to the dollar. So it goes quite a ways. And their food is amazing. Actually, I posted, I'm still posting a lot of pictures. I'll be putting up some videos also for our page here at KFIAM640.com. Keyword Sunday. I'll talk about it on my podcast, Elizabeth on Top. 
uh, on iTunes. I love how producer Brent still does a little wink. I wink. still giggle. You still giggle. And then we're going to uh, do a little um, a video series on uh, YouTube. But uh, the music, oh, I just love it. I, I did expect to hear more cumbia, but uh, apparently now the big thing is salsa and also vallenato. We have vallenato there, uh, Hector? You going to play me some, some vallenato? Not yet. I'm still looking. Oh, you're still looking. That's okay. So I have a question for you. Wait, okay, but hold on really quick. Just because so I know you're probably like, what's vallenato? It's popular. Well, no. Well, it's popular folk music of, you know, of cumbia, of Colombia, I'm sorry. And um, it's uh, from Colombia's Caribbean region. Remember, they border with Venezuela, border with Peru, uh, Ecuador, Brazil. They have the Amazon River, you know, flow through. So they have access to incredible fruits and vegetables that I had never seen. And fresh juices wherever you go. They're big on cuisine and big on art, too. So I have like a ton of stuff that's um, art related. They have a bunch of exhibits. And I went to cover actually the Ibero, it's the Ibero American Festival um, of the Arts. And they have, you know, theater work from all over the world that are there to uh, participate. It's incredible. So my question is this. Yes. What is, so you've been all around this lovely city and you went to Columbia. A lot of people don't really have that chance, may never have that chance. No. So do you have any sort of analog down here that you could possibly point to as far as maybe the food or the movie or or the uh, music or something like that around town that you go, hey, that is authentically Colombian. Anything off the top of your head? Uh, Here, a Colombian restaurant. There is one, but now you... You caught me. I don't remember off the top of my head what <laughs> it's called. Course. Yeah. Okay, so there I, is something like that. Oh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll research have, that. And, no, absolutely. There, there, are sure. Col- there are Colombian restaurants here in, in Los Angeles. and Yeah, but there's Mexican restaurants too, but it's nowhere near Mexican food sometimes. Well, so I'm I, asking I, I, you, since you went yeah, on both sides. But I have to say, that's true for every time. I mean, even Salvadoran food, which I love. This is why I'm asking. I want something authentic. <sighs> you know, it, it's, it's not that they don't know how to cook it. It's just the material which you have access to, which I have to tell you, this might be TMI. But I do so well when I eat abroad. It's weird now. Like, I notice I don't get diarrhea. It's when I come home that I get <laughs> diarrhea. Wow. Oh, Was that information? Yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. I, yeah. I, I, I'm done here. Uh, I quit. Done? No, so let's play some Bayonato. Come on. Take it away. Let's dance. Let's stay awake. Eso. Listen to Está bien, mi amor. No te molesto más. No te molesto más. Oh, this is a song about love. Well, this is a slower one, but they've got anyway. They've got great music. The diversity, you know, they have a um, they have an Afro influence, the, the indigenous, right? And they have a European influence, very strong. They have a very strong connection with France. I noticed a lot of places I went to, they have like crepes and waffles and all the French stuff. A lot of French people too. Every time I turned around, you know, I speak French, and I would like, oh, they're speaking French. So a lot of folks from uh, from Europe. You know, going to Colombia as a vacation destination. All right. So we will talk more about that. We will find you the restaurants that are, are yummy. But I will say it's nothing like going to the actual country. And, uh, you know, it's it's really, it's quite inexpensive. I stayed at a really nice hotel. It wasn't that bad. It was, you know, I thought the price was very, very affordable. And, uh, you know, I think travel is the ultimate eye-opening experience and education. I think, I, I feel and I wish that was mandatory in this country. Because people are so, I, I still am dumbfounded when people say things to me like, oh, like, so you mean Spanish in Colombia or El Salvador is different from the one in Mexico? I'm like, wow, did you, did you not go to school? Like, what happened? Did you not pay attention to geography class? 
or language class. I mean, seriously, it's that's embarrassing to me. Like, we should be better at that. We should be, you know, we're, we look inwards too much. We should understand that Colombia is not Mexico or that it's not next to Mexico. It doesn't border with Mexico. We should understand that there's Central America and then there's South America. And every region is very different, even though they speak Spanish. It's still, they use different words. They have a different, um, you know, story in terms of how they came to become. Different uh, dialect. Their dialects, exactly. Especially, you know, they've got the indigenous, and so they speak their own language in certain regions. That's not everywhere. But, I mean, people, it's almost like, it's always frustrating when I hear people say, like, oh, they have those places there? I'm like, oh, my God. It's actually, like, there are some malls that are way nicer than the malls we have here in Los Angeles that I've seen in El Salvador, for example. Something you'd probably be like, no way. Yes, they don't just walk around with, like, stones and, you know, uh, a little piece of cloth to cover that to cover up. All right, stop trip shaming people and let's go to. That's calendar. right, the calendar section. Let's go. <laughs> let's go on vacation. <laughs> All right, what do we got? I don't even know what we have here. I'm playing catch up myself. Oh, the LA Beer Fest. Oh wait, maybe I do know what's going on here. Uh, Easter Bunny Pet Photo Night. Hey, today is the beginning of uh, Holy Week. That's what I should be talking about as well. Semana Santa, very big for Catholics, Christians. So Palm Sunday, I need to go to church. Ooh, I better take a good nap. A uh, mind fair, a Minecraft fan experience happening um, April 14th. That's coming up at the LA Convention Center. Not very cheap though, 45 to 69 bucks. Okay, check it out. Uh, again, the Easter egg hunt, Easter egg extravaganza. That is over in Wilson Park, then Torrance. Oh, okay. That's uh, and uh, the LA Beer Fest I mentioned a second ago. It's the uh, LA Center Studios, April 7th. Uh, it looks like um, last year they were sold out, so you better buy your tickets soon. <laughs> and uh, off Sunday festival. Oh, Lord. Producer Brent has to give me a picture of a guy's bootay in like dominant, dominatrix type outfit, leather. That's nice. Hey, uh, it's leather and fetish. Off Sunset Festival, LA, LA's leather and fetish street fairs back to sixth year. Wow. 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 Leather pride. And uh, live bands. Wow. Okay. All right. What? There's going to be ice cold drinks. And- you were too much. That's in uh, Silver Lake, and that's happening, of course. Uh, what's it? Noon to, to 7 p.m. That is so funny. <laughs> if you want to see, uh, you know, hot butts, then that's where you need to go. Uh, speaking of butts, uh, the first drag queen to actually get her uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, right? Uh, RuPaul. That happened. We have the video. We're going to post it. Yeah, I'm going to post it. Okay. Oh, and don't forget tonight, Stormy Daniels is talking on 60 Minutes. Uh, I gotta tell you, I don't even need to watch this. I already believe oh, her. We're- cray, cray, we're so late. Okay, love you. Ciao. We'll talk more later. Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa, KFI AM640. Good night. Uh, March 31st, 10 to noon. And uh- hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.